0: Hey now, Fight Game Media fans. This is Mike Gilbert and J.D. Oliva, hosts of Brace for Impact. Join us each and every week as we recap Impact Wrestling. I know what you're thinking, but you don't have to be an Impact fan to like the show. In fact, it's probably better if you're not. You know, we like the show, but we also tell jokes like to have a lot of fun at the company's expense. We absolutely do. We
1: have our own feed, so just type Brace for Impact in the search bar of Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Hit the subscribe button, download the show, and join in on the fun today. Write that, write right
0: that, like right that. The, it's it's right there like down, write like that like right right like right there like down, write like, that down, write that down. Yo, it's Justin Nipper, editor at fightgamemedia.com, writer at wrestlingobserver.com, and f4wonline.com. Welcome back. On today's episode of Write That Down, Fumi and I talked about the history of cross-promotional wrestling events in Japan. Wrestle Kingdom 16, night three from Yokohama last weekend, saw New Japan wrestlers take on wrestlers from Pro Wrestling NOAH, which was a great example and a topical example of companies in Japan working together for the greater good of the wrestling business. This is what we go into today. Uh, Before we finish today's episode, we also answered a question about Bobo Brazil in Japan. Um, thanks to Fight Game host John LaRocca for that one. And if you're not already subscribed to the Fight Game Media Network's free feed on Spotify or Apple or Downcast or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts, please do it to get your weekly fix of Fumi and myself, plus tons of other Combat Sports audio content. All right, that's enough. Let's get into today's show.
1: Today we're talking about the cross promotion history of cross promotion in Japan. Like yeah, because a... the most famous one being obviously New Japan against UWFI, huh?
0: I think so. It must be, yeah.
1: Yeah. But there is there's been history, you know, when there were three, you know, major three promotion all Japan, New Japan, and IWE International. And there was an all star card back in 1979. Uh, all three major promotion and got together and uh it wasn't kind of cross promotion but it was a 20th anniversary show for tokyo sports newspaper and john barber and antonio inoki uh made a tag team for the first time in some seven years or so
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah it goes back all the way to the birth of new japan and old japan which was back in 79 i mean 72 but this 1972 all-star card they had antonio Inoki, jan baba against abdul the butcher and tiger jeet singh the top here from you know two different groups got together and uh yeah it was uh the very first all-star card of this you know this kind and uh cross promotion has always been like a big business right the reason we're doing this today is that the people in america even right talked about this New Japan against Pro Wrestling Noah at Yokohama Arena most recently mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's uh it's a pretty much a you know big deal yeah
0: yeah it's pretty talked about i mean yeah both uh foreign fans and fans in japan are pretty excited about it, it seems like it seems like a fresh uh yeah yeah fresh program for both New Japan and Noah um, yeah
1: and also this is 2022 now that mm. Uh, that the top group of wrestlers, top superstars, that is all, diff- all different from what, what it was from 90s and 2000s, mm-hmm. the people on top, this is now that you have, you know, Kazuchika Okada, obviously is the top guy in New Japan. He wasn't involved in any previous cross promotion, you know, scenario and the. On the other hand, Pro Wrestling Noah, is like, of all people, Keiji Muto, from New Japan to Old Japan to Wrestle 1 to, you know, then they travel around. And um, he choose Pro Wrestling Noah to be his last stop huh, of his mm-hmm. career. So yeah. he's in Pro Wrestling Noah. But you have Maruhuji and, you know, people like um, Kaito Kiyomiya, mm-hmm. right, that, that are upcoming superstar the first big involvement with New Japan superstars. And obviously, the main event was uh, Ta- Tanahashi and Okada going up against Keiji Muto and Kiyomiya. It was pretty monumental, I think. Obviously, yes, on today's status, Okada pins Kiyomiya. But it probably will be a historical moment from 10 years from now.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. So. Uh,
0: is the was, chosen one. He, he seems like no matter what, he's he's going to be the guy who will, uh, I guess, be the face of pro wrestling Noah. The,
1: yeah. Uh, for the Japanese wrestling scene years to come. Mm-hmm. Obviously, very talented young person. And How was old really is he? Emb- oh, still 20-something. Early
0: 20s. Early 20s. So he's very young. He's very young. Yeah. It was only five-year experience. Pretty uh, pretty amazing to put someone with only five years experience in such a when, uh, in the, in the big yeah like a superstar yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. So I took a lot of notes for that, you know, and also there's uh the audience who's watching this is also a new generation too. Mm-hmm. Obviously, these new generation of wrestling fan grew up with the internet. Which is different from you and I.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Maybe you are too, you know? That
0: uh I'm from the generation where the internet was there, but it wasn't developed at all.
1: As much, as much, right. Not Still had to
0: Hang up the phone before we go on to the internet.
1: <laughs> right, right. Oh, okay. At your house a yeah, different modem. Yeah, yep. dial up. Yep. Oh dial up and ADLS that all yep. these different modem and all that thing right yep. now it's like a wi-fi flying at your house
0: yeah, it, yeah. the the uh, that's a whole different conversation yeah and a I'm sure moving
1: can... image moving image yeah. on your computer yeah but it was like a clunky before
0: how it kind of factors into what we're talking about today is you said the new generation of fans i mean the way that they people pick up
1: the information from the internet so quickly yeah that too but there was a difference between the information on the internet and the big media. Mm-hmm. There's no difference right now. It's like a, people read big newspaper type information from the, from the web, but they, they read somebody else's writing just the same value. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a, well, some people, yeah, wrestling fans, personal opinions are sometimes important, but not, as accurate right Mm -hmm. because they didn't go into the backstage and did all the research and the reporting all these things but they they can write up things as you watch your video or or on your screen
0: right it reaches people more quickly
1: i I think so yeah and then uh, people who's reading it sometimes don't know the difference somebody's wrestling fans opinion or the journalist's opinion or somebody who actually interviewed the actual wrestlers or who were there in backstage really studying things
0: you know what i'm saying there's always a lot of gray area because of the nature of wrestling plus the nature of technology well you know what we see when we're reading it how um what's the right word you know you have to am i reading it as news or am i reading it as a part of the show or am i reading it as just someone's opinion yeah or or is it it's uh, hard to sometimes hard
1: to distinguish those things
0: yeah it's very muddy so yeah it's hard to see there are people who grew up with it like that yeah yeah
1: yeah because sometimes you know like writing on the wall or some graffiti somewhere or the media's news is a different in, in in the depth right but sometimes, right
0: now, it's pretty hard to distinguish these things. Especially within the pro wrestling media or oh, journalism, or yeah. whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah.
1: And uh, even the wrestling fans, you know, their own little personal column with a lot of followers. Mm-hmm. That can be can be influential.
0: Yeah. And it's the same it like this as, yeah. with the Japanese uh, fan base right now, too.
1: I, I think so. Yeah.
0: Same kind of pattern?
1: No, yeah, oh, exact same pattern. Mm-hmm. Just different language. Yeah. But it's wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. The same idea. Yes. So I read both Japanese and English, and it's like, oh, it's sort of very similar. America mm-hmm. fans, Japanese fans. The media is the same. I mean, media meaning that the internet media or the print media or the, the news source. a yeah, different source, but it all come up pretty much the same on your computer screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's up the to the reason I'm saying that. is that, that there, there, there's there been a mixed feeling about this cross, you know, cross promotion and how today's fan basically believe that the, the mic, you know, wrestlers, you know, up you know, thing, appeal mm-hmm. thing after the match is part of the show. But and uh, New Japan wrestlers. Uh, okada anybody else does a good mic mic work right whereas mm-hmm. people wrestlers from pro wrestling noah they don't do that that much it's mm-hmm. different just like, giant baba school of wrestling went into misawa school of wrestling misawa never held a mic to you know heck people right mm-hmm. misawa kobashi kawada taoe akiyama for that matter they are the type of wrestler, they just have solid match and leaves. And leave all these imagination to your fans, whatever you think. Whereas Antonio Inoki School of Wrestling, New Japan all the way to Tanahashi, Shinsuke Nakamura type, or now it's Okada, they do have the mic that I think today's audience are pretty much conditioned to accept that mic work after the match as a part of a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. So there was a difference. New Japan against pro wrestling in all matches, Kazuchika Okada, you know, say certain things, with Mike, right? Mm-hmm. But can all other people just leave?
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: people were like, the a lot of New Japan fans or the today's general wrestling audience felt that the pro wrestling Noah people should have done that too but but that, if you did that that that's a new japan taste of professional wrestling mm-hmm. pro wrestling nor people i mean misawa school of wrestling they just have a solid wrestling match in leave you
0: know no what I'm saying? nonsense no um yeah
1: i'm not saying which is better but mm-hmm. it's like wrestling fans have been conditioned to have this mic work today's wrestling fan no mm-hmm. this mic work you know after the match as part of their angles or you know storyline to leading up to next big card and all these things but it's the, the way they set up their storylines different so there was like a style i mean cl- and a clashes of style right there too mm-hmm. yeah so i thought it was interesting
0: different flavors in the product yeah, I think so. Yeah. What the fans expect. I I remember, I think this is maybe a, a couple of years ago, but it was when Chris Jericho and Okada had a match and something happened towards the end of the card where uh, Jericho attacked Okada and Okada couldn't do his end of the match. Uh, you know, he, did, he says his three things and you know that's what the crowd kind of expects too as a part of the Okada match and the New Japan experience is not just the match, but Okada speaking on the mic. And I remember when Jericho attacked and they tried to do an angle where um, it's not like they, they pretended like he was injured and they couldn't do it. I remember hearing so many boos. I remember hearing people being really upset. And that was sort of new to, for me to hear because that's really a New Japan fan sort of thing. They, they want just the they wrestling. They expect
1: certain form.
0: They want the oh, entire, not just wrestling,
1: but the, it, all the atmosphere has to be New Japan format. Or something.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like it's checking oh, all the in, boxes and that, everything sense, that's supposed to happen on in the a show, sense, Okada against Jericho was cross promotion. Yeah.
0: yeah, in a way, in a way, in
1: a way. Yeah, it's New Japan. Chris Jericho is not New Japan products. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a superstar from elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Therefore, he brings his taste of wrestling. Yeah 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 different format so the people are educated or trained or conditioned to a certain way especially in new japan world you they just expect everything to be like a new japan format yeah so they, and then they just feel uneasy about it i guess
0: yeah because it's deviated, It's from the deviating from the standard the standard is new japan in their eyes but now they're seeing something like noah which is actually with the new production value, it's on the same level, but it's also quite different. Yeah, and yeah. I, some people would say it's more In-ring uh, work, Japanese it style, less international uh, uh, influence. No, oh,
1: pretty domestic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think and, so. Um,
0: a lot of stars from 20 years ago compared with New Japan.
1: Yeah, but yeah. And also, Pro Wrestling, you know, raised their own. Like the group of this this, this, this whole roster of new new wrestlers, like a Congo right. and yeah,
0: they have their core and... young guys. Hiyomiya, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who we talked about, Shiozaki and kengo and, yeah. um, and
1: and his unit. They didn't even they used to, didn't call it unit or faction. It was Gundan, you know, like when Choshu had his faction, mm-hmm. like a Choshu Gun or Ishing Gun like it was like uh they believed it
0: it wasn't part of new japan choshu mm-hmm. formed his own group mm-hmm. <laughs> excuse and, me and we even saw that when they came to the Tokyo dome to uh before the the yokohama show where the main pro wrestling roster came in the black and green colors whereas kongo separate clearly separate from the rest in red
1: the yeah, top and bottom bright right. red but the ko did most of the mic work
0: yeah and it's he's great he's yeah he's he's a good talker good speaker yeah
1: and uh very passionate about you know what he says Mm -hmm. yeah hope that that he was introduced to wider you know, bigger audience this time
0: yeah i think so it's hard to gauge um how many over here are watching and you know it's it's what it is pro wrestling noah and and this show in particular you know it's it's um it's still a niche product at the end of the day and there's so much right. going on there's also so much in the states going on right now with not just wwe and aew but uh, everything else there's, there's tons well, of like uh,
1: impact roh impact, N-W-A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. i understand that i'm hoping so. that these group will have bigger audience yeah because AEW is popular because a lot of the fans were kind of tired of like WWE's being so dominant, right, like almost Monopoly, you know, always needed like rival promotion. You know, big enough, major enough company that to compete with WWE machine.
0: Yeah, I think that's part of it. Yeah,
1: yeah, and now impact, I think, you know, more people watching impact you know yeah. more so than six months ago, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people are anticipating that the ROH is come back. What they're gonna do now? Because it's they expect to have something really different this time around. Huh?
0: Well, to me, it seems like I think we'll see more of a, a similar situation to what we see in Japan. We see that in the states where we have companies getting along, co-promoting mixing their rosters but uh, there's no um there's no clear-cut like battle or takeover there's more uh, you know companies working with each other and helping to support the wrestlers helping to support uh, their own shows and doing more talent exchanges we see that more and more since last year i think okay we'll see that more here you know impact working with aew or impact and the new japan uh uh trading uh, uh talent for certain shows or you know uh it, it, we just uh, saw some news about uh mickey james from impact she's a right
1: working royal rumble
0: yeah and they said they even said impact on the on the broadcast which is kind of out so of character for, that
1: they exist
0: yeah out of character for wwe so uh i think that might be the the layout will start to look more open and less less um what is it less WWE centric, going forward, and I think it'll kind of be it'll look similar to what the scene and uh, ecology Japan. of Japanese pro wrestling scene looks like right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Because New Japan's so much bigger than everybody else.
0: It's true, but with the pandemic yeah. and everything, they you know the international oh, yeah. uh, leverage they've had, they there's no uh, chance to to use that. They it has to become more domestic. That's why we only see a handful of uh foreign talent in New Japan shows these days. I mean, they're and they're the important players. You know what I mean? Oh, they're not and just. And
1: it's not going to change anytime soon.
0: Right, right. Like, so, like we always
1: say, wrestling is not completely, you know, independent from what's happening in the real world. Right. Yeah, we're living in a, in a COVID pandemic. Yeah. I'm all sorry. right let's yeah and then let's have a regular show now yeah let's get into it uh then cut the video apart all Right. is that okay yeah i'll, I'll cut it yeah <laughs> yeah can you edit that, that into like a <clears throat> uh like a one minute you know i don't want to see myself any longer than a minute or a minute a minute and a half
0: yeah i'll make a short uh clip yeah I did mean, I say anything good? Yeah, it was good. It's interesting and it's topical too. Um,
1: yeah, right. so let's uh okay, we can start the show now.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's our. it's still recording, so we can just oh, do okay. It. so uh, I'm gonna actually I have to do a, an introduction introduction. Let's do it. So um okay, are you ready? Yeah. okay, welcome back, everyone. I'm Justin Nipper, and I'm here with historian, author, writer, editor mr fumi saito welcome back happy new year happy new year hello from tokyo and happy belated birthday as well
1: okay thank you
0: i don't know if every listener knows i don't know how the listeners out there know but uh fumi is he's a january 1st baby he was born on the first of the year
1: and i believe it or not now i'm 60 oh my gosh
0: congratulations yeah 60 years young
1: yeah 60 years young yeah well when i was kid i'm pretty sure you were too that uh, 60 years old sounded like an old man huh yeah you know
0: yeah but i don't feel it it's different now yeah i mean i don't know human longevity yeah Uh, that too right
1: and uh, yeah i don't i don't feel old i i like to go like this another 20 years at least
0: <laughs> and we yeah. you know we just saw um tatsumi fujinami in the ring and oh it's so almost 70 almost yeah and yeah you know we have a different standards these days times have changed
1: yeah very good so it, we are, now that it's really timely to talk about the probably history of cross promotion and cross, cross promotion, in you know, a feud and a storyline and what really happened. Uh, it's, you know, it, it, like wrestling history in Japan. And, uh, yeah, that, that's, it's really timing. And also you and I talked about it a little bit in preview that, uh, the, the mentality or mindset of today's, the internet oriented dressing audience versus, you know, old fashioned wrestling fans that thinking that is it, what they you know today's fan have not experienced is that it's kind of like uh um uh not speculating but old-fashioned wrestling fan had a lot more limited information right right Therefore, because the
0: way they got the information it wasn't it was before the internet
1: yeah, before the internet. So they're trained to sit down and think and kind of speculate or expect, you know, what 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 you know what, what's going to be next kind of thing. And today's fans rely on uh, this overflow information that they just look for information before you kind of think, right? And uh, I'm talking about uh, January 8th. New Japan against All Japan, uh, the, the Yokohama Arena card. Oh, pro Wrestling uh, Noah, you mean? Pro, I'm sorry, what did I say? All Japan. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, Pro Wrestling no against New Japan, Yokohama Arena, January 8th, uh, Yokohama Arena. It actually drew more people than January 5th, Tokyo Dome. Did you know that?
0: I didn't know that, but that, that was the second day of Tokyo Dome. Right was, right uh... the first
1: day yeah first day January 4th they drew 12 12,000
0: mm-hmm.
1: and next day January 5th Tokyo Dome they drew 6379 people 6,379 people and at uh, 3 days later at the Yokohama Marina they sold out the social distance setup ticket uh, 7,077 people so I actually, had more people at Yokohama Arena than than the second night of Tokyo Dome.
0: That's very interesting, isn't because it? All? Do you think that it's because it was had anything to do with Noah's fan base, or uh, would Noah fans? Uh, oh, was, it, I, is it the same people? It, or?
1: Pretty much same people, but uh, we have to, you know, um, yeah, we still have to examine this this one, you know, real carefully, but. Uh, uh, I think this wrestling, okay, obviously, though, January 4th and 5th, Tokyo Dome, they had a title, that the title of me, meaning that the name of the event was Wrestle Kingdom 16, right? Mm-hmm. They had named this Yokohama Arena show also Wrestle Kingdom 16. That's so right. they're treating these three shows as Wrestle
0: Kingdom 16. Even though it that, wasn't at Tokyo Dome or not right, it wasn't even. Right, and also Tokyo.
1: yeah, but it was like to make sure that the people know it is New Japan show instead of cross promotion, co-promoted show. Right. You named the the you know the, the show Wrestle Kingdom 16 that, that the people would know this is New Japan show with New Japan ring that it's a, it's a New Japan show with pro wrestling or people progressing or uh, wrestlers. But at the same time, it was uh, basically that the first, not their first, but the, one of the first that they will be doing this year, that it's uh, the live streaming pay-per-view program. that abema tv is doing it it, live card yes it's a wrestle kingdom 16 at the Yokohama arena it's obviously you know promoted by new japan so it's a new japan pro wrestling show right but the uh the streaming moving picture uh, on, on the internet you know on your smartphone or computer screen it is abema tv product and actually, uh, I um try to buy this you know pay-per-view show too through my you know smartphone Android, and this um actually this show will cost you, uh they call it you know, this virtual you know currency, uh three thousand coins you know it's like a thirty-six dollars to order this show, rather mm-hmm. kind of almost expensive, right? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit, but uh, they are char- they were charging charging this show on um, Abema TV as a pay per view, and it was like a thirty six hundred yen, thirty you know like a thirty dollars, and the, it's the live pay per view, and New Japan World won't have it another week. That the, you will be able to watch that on New Japan World streaming service, but that uh, Abema TV was the only platform that carried it live and for new japan uh, world subscribers they had to wait one more week to be able to see it and so you see there's a business it's like what how they conducted their business huh
0: it's a particular plan that's it's a definite um it's a specific strategy going forward yeah yeah, tv is different it's very it's a different different uh this is new this yeah. style of
1: yeah, for, tv for, for japan yeah for american fans you know it, it'll be a very um uh it's easy to understand if you think it's uh, very similar to like netflix or amazon prime mm-hmm. yeah and uh abema tv also has this you know wrestle universe thing carrying pro wrestling Noah and Tokyo Joshi and DDT and then the whole package of it. And uh, it's like, that's how you probably for younger audience, That's probably is going to be how you watch wrestling, you know, going forward. I mean, not entirely, but uh, yeah, every major wrestling company will have this, you know, internet streaming service. Obviously, New Japan already has New Japan World stardom has stardom world all japan has a you know zen nihon pro Rest tv thing and ddt has its own and yeah that uh i think each and every company will have uh, i'm not in an each and every like you have over 100 wrestling company in japan so it's uh, obviously it's not possible but uh all, all, all these major companies you know will pretty soon have their own the live, you know, internet streaming platform or their, you know, own channel, so to speak.
0: I but see it about TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. with you know, the, the Nico Nico channel and or companies that get together and form an umbrella so they can share. Right, they, right. There's a few companies. But it
1: companies, has to have, one, yeah. Um, it is uh, what we are saying It's not just about technology, but this is becoming a new business model. Now, now with pandemic that uh, each and every company obviously have less shows, less people in there, and uh, therefore less venue, you know, revenue and live gates in an old fashioned term. And uh, you will be able to make money through this streaming service. And some of these, you know, wrestling, you know, platform, you know, it's like a monthly fee uh, for subscriber, sometimes for the big shows, much like your, you know, old fashioned now, but uh, it's pay per view, you have to pay for for the each programs. And a lot of these, you know, wrestling platforms is only about $10 a month now. But uh, obviously, business model has changed or changing with this uh abema tv pay-per-view dynamic that uh maybe just maybe people have to get used to what the ordering new japan against no pro wrestling no this is a very special show and, and it'll cost cost you thirty dollars to watch it you know live and uh, wow It wasn't you it's not like you just paying ten dollars for each month and you can watch you know as much as you want all night long but this was the time you have to pay for one particular program it's
0: a business a new business model yeah so you see more of this style going forward these kind of special live events um the basically what we have
1: yeah basically what we have to understand first is uh Every business you have to have win-win situation right mm-hmm. yeah win-win situation meaning that the uh, abema TV probably couldn't have done this without this new Japan against all Japan type very special environment then you know you you can you know produce this show' something real special therefore it's uh, it, it will be thirty dollars for you then people will probably feel right, we have to pay for this, you know, for this special occasion. And uh, for New Japan, yeah, they could have done this with just New Japan world platform, but uh, it was also New Japan that uh, needed to do something special for two Tokyo Dome show and Yokohama Arena show, you know, three days later. Normally this, you know, the the one the, a show right after tokyo dome is your new year dash at the kora right mm-hmm. like you're introducing the whole new you know like a season premiere with new storyline a prologue of new guys coming in or new storyline or new angles and such but this time it was big big building like yokohama arena what they're gonna do you know you gotta do something special and also um with pandemic yes new japan ran less shows in uh last uh, not just last year but 2020 and 2021 they had less shows and less people with social distancing and yeah it wasn't the same you know revenue from the previous booming period then you have just as many you know roster under contract and yeah um i don't think new japan's business was was as good as it was let's say five years ago i mean obviously right right i mean i would not say declining, but uh, they need uh yeah like a big overhead and a lot a lot of people like 60 60 wrestlers under contract you gotta run 120 shows a year and you're gonna pack the house and all these things and uh, and just the major company got hit by this, you know, COVID pandemic, not just that, but a lot of, you know, have been changed. Um, a lot of things were affected by it. And the bigger company like this is is, is the one, are the ones that, that got hit the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is idea. To get back to this you know business model thing that the pay-per-view live streaming thing probably will be the new business model
0: you know i saw on new japan world recently they're also offering you can buy a pay-per-view that's coming up through the websites the pay-per-view for a special Tai Chi Tai Chi uh, kind of produce event Right, quarter right
1: right right, right. The- Taichi and,
0: and Takamichi, Takamichi Nokusho. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Right, they using Just Tap Out Ring.
0: hmm Yeah. So you can purchase that. You can stream it if you want, if you have New Japan World, but you have to pay an extra pay-per-view fee. That means
1: New Japan World is becoming a platform. Right, right. Yeah, not just New Japan product or the archives, but the other products as a you know then being a platform yeah i think th- this is happening more and more now that the deck the, the, you know new japan world will be carrying more independent show within the frame
0: mm-hmm. and you see it on the website if you, if you scroll down you can see of course it's all it's limited to new japan talent but you see there's an aew section and impact section right Revolution right like you section. and i
1: talked about like minoru suzuki against Brian
0: Danielson, of
1: course, you have to watch it, you know, or, yeah, Impact. You have uh, Anderson and Gallows in there with Japanese wrestler in there. So New Japan, pe- you know, fans, New Japan world audience would be interested in. Not the entire Impact show, not the entire AEW show, but uh, the ones with Japanese wrestling involve- involvement in it, you know, uh, Kojima. Nagata, their match should be on it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing more From of AW. that um that sort of uh, crossover type of,
1: and then you understand that you know there is a friendly relationship between AEW and New Japan, AEW and the Impact, uh, ROH for that matter, and they have their own American, not the not that not quite company but the american territory in new japan strong new japan you know program with all la dojo american wrestlers in it Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah they're just they're gonna do a show next month in uh near me near in uh, hollywood california right and english
1: commentary new japan strong is is, uh, will be on new japan world at the same time new japan a strong show will be in japanese with tanahashi company, You know, with uh, tanahashi doing japanese commentary for domestic use too now
0: mm-hmm. and um yeah. since kevin kelly is going to be in japan for the next few cards to do english commentary on new japan strong is going to use uh, roh's ian Rikabani. he's going to do commentary this weekend in seattle for their new japan strong taping and Right, be right filling in it'll be
1: the, very so it'll be very interesting not just the content and who's on the card but how they handle their business and business relationships it's all for the good And like we said the business has to be win-win situation for both in you know, both party involved yeah
0: it's definitely something we have to keep an eye on because it's uh a, it's not an immediate plan it's something that has to happen over time mm the relationships but, with but the little to, by little evidently yeah. yeah so yeah it's hard to see where we'll be at the end of the year you know at the beginning of 2022 it's you know what can i yeah, say yeah and then
1: the thing is the common goal is survival
0: you know yeah. right right yeah and, and sometimes the crossover theme you know that's brought into brought into what we're talking about today is that idea of survival through cross promotion
1: yeah because uh what's what's so different from years back i'm talking about 1995 the most famous cross promotion in japanese wrestling history that has to be new japan against uwfi right keiji muto against Nobuhiko takara like a real top against top and obviously muto won the thing and that the relationship lasted about a year but with that environment in in 1995 into 1996 at the end of 1996 uwfi ended up going out of business remember right yeah so it's it really. was like a survive survival in the real way you know
0: yeah but the, the, those shows were sixty thousand plus people at tokyo dome twice a year but
1: one year later uwfi went out of business for real pretty amazing but the reason UWF International decided to do the business with New Japan back in 1995 was that their business were declining? Therefore, mm-hmm. they came to New Japan for this big extravaganza and it revived a little, but one year later, they were out of, you know, out of the business for real, the same way with New Japan and WAR Ten company, Ten people, you know, they went out of business in a couple of years later but Tenru himself survived and became like, uh, your, like a you like almost like an NWO outsider you know type of thing and Tenru had a single match against Shinoki single match again against Talent and Tenru was like your outsider big superstar that uh, he was able to have single ma- important single match against every single new japan top star on the big card that's how they survived. Yeah. So this cross promotion thing had such a reality in Japan that one company will probably go down for real or something, mm-hmm. but not today's cross promotion. It's for every company to, to survive. So it's kind of almost opposite. Right. Yeah. So it's like what today's, you know, the fans have an experience. Is that the, the the '90s fans, '80s fans? They always speculated that uh, when uw original UWF, you know, ran uh, ran out of business in '85, uh, the year of '86 and '87, Maeda, Takada, Fujiwara, Yamazaki, all these people uh, came back to New Japan and had a feud. New Japan against against UWF, and it was pretty real. You know what I'm saying? Not just the you know clash of style in the ring, but it was that the theme of survival was so real.
0: Yeah, whose does that? Yeah, does that make sense? Whose style will survive? Who whose style will? Uh, is is the truth? It's partly uh, they're putting themselves out there. Both rest, uh, both sides where the wrestlers were.
1: Um, Yeah, but it at the end of the day, it was uh business that the wrestlers have to make a living. And uh, eventually, Maeda, Takada, you know, Yamazaki, Fujiwara all moved out of New Japan again and formed second version of UWF because of what happened in the ring in 87. Choshu, the, the Maeda's very infamous uh, shoot kick to the face of Ricky Choshu, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it really led, it wasn't a wrestling angle, but it actually led to the you know, you know know reincarnation of UWF for real. Yeah. It was very interesting.
0: It's funny you mentioned Choshu too, because on his side, he, in his ways, he did his own different cross-promotional lone wolf sort of path that he took, um, uh-huh. leaving New Japan for all Japan. Oh, kind of
1: like, a, yeah, history repeating itself almost. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. And funny enough, you know, in 2000, uh, it was like 2002, Ricky Choshu and his guys left New Japan to form. Now it's like, you know, war, double J, the World Japan Pro Wrestling short lived, but the Ricky Choshu and his guys actually left New Japan to form another company. Yeah. But he was beginning of the dark
0: era too. That's right. that's right so early
1: 2000s so what's happening in the ring and what's happening in the real business sense is is very much the same in wrestling business that's why it's so interesting that what you know what you see in the ring is not all um entertainment you know it's like uh, it will always what's happening in the ring will always lead to What's going to happen outside the ring too? Back then, yeah. It can
0: that's be why we dramatic. were able.
1: Yeah, that's why we were able to really believe in that. It's not a completely controlled environment like your WWE, you know, Monday Night Raw or pay-per-view product. It's so produced perfectly, but it's in Japan. It's more like a rare and 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 meaning that uh, what's happening in in the ring will pretty much determine what's going to happen outside the ring too because historically japanese wrestlers leave you know one company and form a new company and uh, for real and if their new business new company doesn't make it it doesn't you know well it doesn't last then they will probably Come back to the old company as outsiders, and that's so much reality in it. In it. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it it makes sense, and it's also uh, it mirrors it mirrors like you said. It mirrors the business, it mirrors what's happening, and it mirror. Uh, it always happens to integrate itself into what's going on. Yeah, at the time, no yeah. matter what, and in different ways.
1: Yeah, so if you go back and kind of study the history, it's like, a, wow, is that what's gonna happen? Like I said, there was a split between New, uh, Old Japan and Pro Wrestling Noah, right? Mm-hmm. And in 2000, in 2001, or the same year, 2000 then, Hashimoto and his guys actually, for real, left New Japan to form 01. Mm-hmm. And following year, Keiji Muto, left new japan to join all japan for real and he's like oh wow it's not wrestling angle they really left the company to join another company and it's nothing to do with your wrestling storyline but it really happened
0: there's something the very same... organic about everything that happens is that the... yeah organic right right it's not planned so... it's not micromanaged it's it organically unfolds yeah, so it's not really produced, like,
1: your storylines, you know? Mm. Yeah. And this time, that uh New Japan and Pro Wrestling North thing is not like that. It's a completely different 20 years later, that uh, this is more of a new business model. And <clears throat> Yokohama Arena wasn't the only time New Japan and uh, that the Pro Wrestling North will have this cross-promotion match. Interestingly enough, though, see, d- d- you and I talk about this. There's a poster, right? When they announced the Yokohama Arena card. Mm-hmm. There's a poster. It's a poster. S- yeah, six wrestlers facing each other. And way back uh, in the third, you know, that the two wrestlers facing each other in that photo poster is Shingo Takagi and Katsu- Katsuhiko Nakajima facing, right? Mm-hmm. In the middle, Keiji Muto and Hiroshi Tanahashi facing. And in, in 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 the front, Kazuchika Okada and Kaito Kiyomi are facing these six. So you obviously realize that these six wrestlers are the most important uh, that the uh, individuals in in this big big uh, that the uh, cross promotion encounter. Yet none of these single match happened this time. Right, right. Yeah, Tag team not previews. one. It is preview. Yeah, it's like you have. You had this uh, nine official lineup with two dark matches, so it's eleven matches, right? Mm-hmm. There, that uh, I counted fifty-six wrestlers involved. Fifty-six. Wow! It's a it's a big card, big card. Then you had the tag team match, ten-man tag team match, tag team match, and you got a. One, two, three, four, five more tag team match, and six man tag team match, and second match of the night was another ten man tag team match, right? And so it's all showcasing each other's talent and and uh, showcasing uh, new chemistry of it, so to speak.
0: It's definitely it definitely feels fresh and it seems interesting and seems like uh, there's at least uh, maybe a year's worth of programs out of it oh like yeah maybe doing.
1: longer yeah, yeah. and uh, you cannot really give you the conclusion right away obviously you know <clears throat> but uh, if you see this you know for instance this um the, the first match of the night was 10-man tag team match right the ishii and hiroki goto and yoshihashi and Mastawato and taguchi going against harada ohara the inaba and inamura okada less familiar guys from progressing north for, for for the New Japan fans, but obviously, if you watch this ten man tag team, and the video clip will be like the, the like a montage of single match encounters mm-hmm. in the ring, yeah, and also that the why it was showcased well was that you know somebody like Maruhuji would be winning with his finishing um, Shiranui. Right? Uh, yeah, somebody like Shiozaki would be using his on Lariat to beat New Japan guys. Obviously, it was a uh, Shiozaki uh, and masaki Kitamiya against Ivo and Dick Togo. You know that, obviously, Shiozaki would be giving his on Lariat to Dick Togo and pin him, but you are using your signature move. And uh, for Ten men, another you know, ten men tag team situation, Shingo Takagi, the Naito, the Sanada, the Hiromu Takahashi, the Bushi, the five guys with c- certain faction or unit, we should say, and going up against Katsuhiko Nakajima, the ken the Soya, the Tadasuke, the, uh, that, uh, what's his, the mask guy's name, that, uh Areha, anyhow, that uh, obviously Shingo Takagi is using Last of Dragon Finish onto this mask guy to showcase. That's his finish. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, whomever has to win won with their signature move that night. Obviously, showcasing something. <clears throat> and sure enough, that the main event, uh, Okada Tanahashi going against Muto and Kaito Kiyomiya, of course. Okada used his rainmaker signature finish onto Kiyomiya to beat him. Signature move once again. So it was very symbolic that the whomever won that night used their signature move to basically showcase or the put it in your this is your basic mode of everybody in that roster, respectively. Then this is the way it starts. <clears throat> and Okada did the good mic work, uh, you know, after the, after the match that uh well, Kiyomiya was crying in the ring for real, right? And uh, don't be, you know, don't be crying that uh, this is no big deal, that just leave, just leave. And then Muto walks, walks and grabs Kaito and then him back, you know, back to the dressing room. Very symbolic. But it's not the end of the story. It's only beginning type of you know that was like a end of this episode like a episode one of season one does
0: that make sense yeah and you get to see the three generations because oh, was, in there he, the, the he so young he, yeah the modern generation whatever it may yeah. become he represents that and you have okada representing the present you have muto representing everything everything that came before it whether it's new <laughs> japan all japan and now noah Right, right, right. But it's
1: all, you know, superstars from, you know, I mean, obviously different generations, but it's a main event superstar mm-hmm. in that ring. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even the title match, but Okada brought his IWGP Championship belt and Tanahashi brought his IWGP US Heavyweight title and holding the belt in that ring in the middle of the ring as the show goes goes to the end. So, when you look Is you know that the that the moving image very carefully, it is already shown where they're going.
0: That's the storytelling style. Everything everything's laid out. No no promo is necessary. Not really. Right. right You
1: have to be as a wrestling fan. You have to be educated enough, or the careful or or observing enough that what they're doing in the ring, non-verbally, you have to be able to tell. What they're doing not mm-hmm. with mic mic walk or, or obviously the mic is part of the storyline or big angle but the, what they do nonverbally is just as important or even more important than what they say uh, with microphone
0: does that make sense mm. it, yeah. i mean it's a different style of what we've been conditioned to mm-hmm, know in mm-hmm. the states but um yeah because it's
1: not like acknowledge me that the you know tribal chief the head of the table and it's over and over and over and then you you know you really understand what roman reigns character is but it's it's very completely different as kiyomiya yeah beaten kiyomiya tried to leave being all crying but muto choose to be the supporting act grab mm-hmm. him as a senior guy, and lead him, you know, led him to back to the, their dressing room. Very symbolic, and Okada and Tanahashi in the middle, middle of the ring, standing tall this time. But yeah, it's very. It, it was very interesting. Obviously, Shingo Takagi and Naito's the their faction, uh, Ubi going up against the, the Ken Lo's faction. You know. The Congo faction on this storyline that the dead drama their story storyline is already set and five guys and five guys uh it's like a, you have a, how many single match possibilities there you know yeah. Quite a few yeah yeah Quite a few so that would be very interesting and also the ones who were not in the you know like how from the Congo is like a very talented junior Heavyweight, Heavyweight guy, and Hiro Takahashi was the one. It's like, Why are you igno- ignoring me? And on the mic, so it's like uh, obviously there's a storyline there. Right. Hiromu against Hao or somebody. Yeah, v- very interesting.
0: There's a plan. and
1: and obviously Shingo Takagi against Katsuhiko Nakajima would be very, very much um single top card, and probably Naito against Kenoh
0: down the line. <clears throat> nakajima and takagi seems to be uh, on the menu as well
1: yeah it's like a title match more like uh nakajima's you know gh ghc title match and the challenger would be takagi or something hmm. that would be in pro wrestling noah ring like uh, away you know and you so, know
0: yeah go ahead oh no i was gonna also bring up we're talking about the cross promotion between noah and new japan but we also have to mention the slight cross promotion we've seen between new japan and the new glate company that's popped up and uh there are ah, another okay, okay. this is another kind of uh modern cross promotional glate is another non-traditional glate is so new you
1: know yeah. so new that it was actually the, the reason shima worked both night at the tokyo dome was that uh, it was like a, another win-win situation thing that uh, new japan show you know show worked you know great show uh uwf style great show uh the show and then, then uh, in, the ex- in exchange shima was going to take a couple dates with new japan that was a deal mm-hmm so I'm not sure, but it's, it's uh, it, they are not equal. See, <clears throat> in this business model, New Japan and Wrestling Noor will be treated pretty much equal, right? But it was, uh, I guess, for New Japan, that they doing little business with Glade Gl- and Seema C- was that, it was like a more of a helping hand, you know? Sho will be working your show in exchange, Seema C- will be, you know, working New Japan for a couple of days. That was pretty much where it ends for now. Right now, though,
0: I see.
1: Yeah, because Shima cannot lose in New Japan Ring. He is a king in in a in in their own environment. It's more like a Shima is a wrestler, but more of a guru to the group.
0: Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Again, he's another outsider who just goes wherever the wind takes him. He goes from promotion to promotion he goes uh, kind of unorthodox way but again but the Basima is not just an individual now but he he's got a whole
1: crew of people underneath now mm, disciples his disciples strong hearts yeah yeah definitely his disciples yeah so mm-hmm. he has different kind of responsibility now though for real mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah it's not like he walked out of dragon gate to be his own he has his, I mean, whole new generation of disciples underneath him. So the the, the, the circumstances has changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. But then again, it, 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 again, it's a win, you you have to create a win-win situation. Whomever watched to- Tokyo, Do- Tokyo Dome card might be interested in a, in a great promotion now that's, a, oh, let's go watch that, you know, watch, you know, Sima and his guys or great Show. That's the merit of it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's win-win. That's that's the name of the game right now. Well, the business, yeah, cross promotion. You has it has to be a win-win situation. That by having this Yokohama arena card, the, the certain portion of New Japan believers or New Japan world people will start attending Pro Wrestling Show regularly now. How's that?
0: time will tell yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. and also you see that uh, this uh coming uh march 26th and 27th new japan has two consecutive dates at the osaka joe castle hall it's a big big huge building two consecutive nights march 26th and 27th and also march 1st and march 2nd two consecutive nights at, at the nippon Budokan. Mm-hmm. It, has to have cr- you know pro- you know cross promotion matchups, nights like that. S- yeah, same thing could be said about Stardom's two consecutive nights at the Sumo Palace in March 26th and 27th. It's in- interesting enough. It's uh, New Japan and uh, Women's Wrestling Stardom under Bushiroad umbrella, right? Mm-hmm. They are both having two consecutive nights, March 26th, 27th. One in Tokyo, one in Osaka. They're so dominant,
0: right? Mm. It's pretty but amazing. What's... Yeah, I mean, and even, I think it was maybe last year, they did their mm-hmm. big uh, Budokan show, and they had cross-promotion within the women's wrestling world in Japan. They had stars from the other top companies, and guests show up and send in videos. So there's, again, an element of... uh regular cross-promotion within pro wrestling it it might be that you know i wouldn't say easier but
1: that the business would be conducted a little bit more like in smooth i should say that rossi ogawa being the such dominant promoter producer in women's wrestling industry that stardom has like a 90 percent of the whole you know that the share of this women's wrestling industry and other 10 companies are rather small right Mm -hmm. so they are sending their top talent to stardom show and -hmm. and, yeah so it's not really like equal in numbers or quality or quant and and also quantities Mm -hmm. yeah so a lot easier for stardom to conduct business that way Mm -hmm. i mean they're so popular And their roster, yeah, and stardom roster is so strong right now, even within it, you know, like five different factions, Queen's Quest, the Oedotai, that, what not,
0: yeah. And they didn't even send their top stars to uh, Tokyo Dome this year. That's how strong the roster is. Right,
1: because that the shooty didn't work, the Julia didn't work, and all that. Mm-hmm. But you sent Iwatani like an icon wrestler, mm-hmm. and t- Tom Nakano is is what what they're selling right now, mm-hmm. and yeah, and the, the, I think it was for you and I. You know, we've watched enough. You know, stardom shows that uh, pretty much know what to expect. But still, New Japan World, the people, the audience at the Tokyo Dome that night. It could have been their first time experience with women's wrestling. You
0: know what I'm saying? Yeah. Again, it's a, another cross promotional tactic. It's a it's win win. Uh, yeah,
1: I think so because introducing your product because New Japan's I mean like a really loyal New Japan audience wouldn't go out of their way to go see another company, right? Mm-hmm. By but by having them on on the New Japan card, that's their chance to you know witness these wrestlers and uh, wow they kind of like them oh let's go let's start going and start them show too and uh,
0: therefore you have new audience yeah new japan is becoming more of a platform itself
1: platform because so strong yeah so strong then they'll be more uh big show oriented you know like uh Tokyo Dome, Tokyo Dome, you have Yokohama Arena, you have Budokan shows, you have Sumo Palace show, five, six of them, and they run 50, believe it or not, 50 Koraken show one year in one year period.
0: 50 Koraken shows though. So yeah. to me, it looks like the Japanese scene is transforming into more of a pay-per-view
1: streaming pay-per-view, pay-per-view, streaming
0: yeah. mm-hmm. uh, th- that's one of the aims or one of the goals going forward because th- there's just not the ability to have regular live shows like like we used to have um, yeah we have to ask covid you know? yeah but i mean that was one of the big differences between the industries i think in in the west and, and in uh, japan pretty is because- much
1: that uh, this internet you know streaming pay-per-view you know would have been uh, new business models sooner or later, but this COVID situation certainly sped up the process, don't you think?
0: It definitely changed things around it. It definitely... I think it affected New Japan. The, I mean, it's pretty obvious it affected New Japan the most, not just because... The most, it,
1: because they're the biggest.
0: No, well, not just because they're the biggest, but also you really got to look at it and you really got to see how much of an international product it had become. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not currently but right before that i mean it was a very between talent from the states from europe from mexico it was pretty like a universal right. the, the, international, it, flavor like everybody it,
1: it, very international international and also this as of the second week of january new japan um, started this access tv uh, english version of English-speaking version of New Japan show again with Access TV. Right. That's right. Yeah. So some people are still television oriented and they may have, you know, broader audience or bigger audience with television still this day and age. But it's like a twofold, you know, it's important to have TV outlet in, in America and internet of course it's all over the world simultaneously but it's it's a another win win situation for new japan to have access tv regular show in america
0: it yeah, helps it, i think it brought a lot of um new eyes to new japan a couple of years ago when it was on
1: yeah because it's on the new you know if it's on on the internet you have to look for it right right yeah, so and, with with the cable TV, you know, some new audience might just run into that TV, and it might be in the middle of the night. But the
0: TV does that, you know. Yeah, the 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 way it's broadcast, the way it's distributed is going to be what makes or breaks a lot of these yeah. products. I, I think something like um breaking it down a little more, the fact that now pro wrestling no one now has English commentary. The English
1: commentary is a very good one too.
0: Yeah. They completely that completely opened the english you know streaming niche market that the fans that like yeah, the per reviews yeah. it might be small right. it's not we're not talking the mega well, massive not overnight
1: number. no it won't change overnight but it's like a definitely definitely a big big you know step forward to have very good english commentary and in, in the play-by-play mm, it'll, introducing japanese wrestler in english
0: yeah it'll open it it has opened the uh the the base a little wider than it than noah's been in a long time so yeah same way as stardom
1: they have english commentary now too do they yeah, on, all, yeah. on all the shows not all the show but the, they had a, the sumo palace show in december
0: 29th yeah and i think i would stardom is quite a international product i think a lot of their fan base is located overseas as well
1: yeah yeah that's right at the stardom world yeah a l- lot of You know, international audience or the subscriber, you should say, huh? This time, -hmm. yeah. So it's very interesting, very interesting that you will need English-speaking environment, right, Mm -hmm. to go
0: international. But the problem is, when when is it time to focus on going international? Because this pandemic, who knows what will happen next week? Oh, we all have to live with it. Yeah, you and I have to live with it. You know yeah um i uh, yeah i'm interested i don't know it's cross promotion going into the future i think it's gonna be domestic cross promotion we're gonna see japanese cross promotion within the confines of the country and we're gonna see more uh companies working together in the united states as we've seen
1: yeah but well, all these things are happening all all at the same time we all just have to wait and see what come out of it
0: hmm
1: yeah that's right but uh,
0: yeah. it's kind of exciting you know it's um... yeah i think
1: so yeah well we'll be here to witness all that we're not
0: going anywhere <laughs> <laughs> right and oh, okay so before we wrap up today i wanted to yeah. ha- I, there was a question that we were oh asked yes yes from
1: well we should take all kinds of questions and you should uh make a space or the little corner on your facebook or twitter that the uh, write that down podcast will take questions from our listeners
0: yeah anytime if anybody yeah. has a question and wants to ask you can you can post it or or just send us a message but actually yeah, there was
1: one very uh good question from the older fan right
0: yeah from fight games john I mean, to,
1: he, this this person has to be a little bit older than the younger audience
0: well just because we're talking about an uh, older legendary Bobo brazil, wasn't it Bobo brazil yeah fight games john maraca okay. asked he wanted to know why Bobo brazil when he went to the when he would travel to all japan he would be booked as a heel when he generally was a was big a,
1: baby face yeah, yeah, over, he was yeah for a, over
0: generations huge actually baby face he was huge heel in japan oh mm-hmm.
1: at all time it's not why it was how it was booked and right. actually it's not just 1970s the very first trip for boba brazil legendary Bob- boba brazil was back in 1957 young boba Bra- brazil came here and challenged ricky dawson's international heavyweight title and that's and from jwa jwa ricky dawson's international heavyweight title the origin of international heavyweight title is the, ricky dawson beat ruth in l.a in, in 1957 anyhow that uh the international heavyweight title, by the way, is a part of triple crown of all Japan pro wrestling today. Ooh, hmm. isn't that interesting? I mean, I took like a 50, 60 year old title, you know, and uh, history is real. Anyhow, that Bobo Brazil has always been booked as big heel from America with a coco butt. The coco butt is a big, you know, headbutt from from the from the ceiling. He's so tall. I mean, so much taller than any Japanese wrestlers at the time, and Giant Baba was the only one that's equal height and has. They had programmed that Boba Brazil beat Giant Baba for his international heavyweight title back in what 1968 when. All Japan Pro Wrestling opened 1972, Baba invited Bobo Brazil right away. And yet yet, again, he came in as big heel opponent of giant Baba. So it's not really why, but yes, Bobo Brazil was always a big, big, big time babyface in America, especially in Detroit in the five Great Lake area. But Bobo Brazil was always, always a big, scary heel in Japan.
0: Yeah. so he, he went from the jwa with ricky Dozan to did he go right to all japan or would he he was with iw for a sta- little bit after that right uh uh, uh. no
1: always jwa It mm-hmm. stayed until the company fold and he you know switched like in 72 73 the the it was natural that the Baba would invite him over and uh yeah naturally pwf heavyweight title this time and uh baba against Bobo Brazil was a program, and also Bobo Brazil helped Jumbo Tura to become single match. Then rookie Jumbo Tura had a single match against Bobo Brazil, it, so that elevated him to be a main event status. So Bobo Brazil helped help
0: that. Does that make sense? So he was a pretty important figure in early Japanese pro right. wrestling.
1: History. I think so. JWA and so. All Japan, right? until pretty much Abdullah the butcher took over the popularity see what's interesting in japan was that Abdullah the butcher always healed right but mm-hmm. he was very popular outside the ring you know that he's the scariest guy but people would walk up to him to get autograph then he's gentleman enough outside the ring to you know pose for photos and sign an autograph and just if you leave, you know, don't bother him, he's not, not gonna bother you,
0: <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah, later on, he became pretty popular as a, I, I know he was in regular commercials on television, just as a, right. That too, yeah. He was in, in 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 uh kung fu movies in Japan too, yeah. Kind of like a at sometimes like he was a comedy character, he wasn't so, yeah, scary. that too,
1: yeah, yeah. And he started smiling in front of the camera too in later years, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. But uh Bobo Brazil, um, and also African American wrestlers in Japan, like uh, Ricky Waldo, the, that uh, uh Luther Lindsay, Lufus Rufus jo- you know, Jones, yeah, we had quite a few uh African American superstars in Japan. Mm. Yeah. But Brazil was definitely, definitely a pioneer of that, uh, the, the African American superstars in Japan. Hmm. But always heel. So always heel. It's yeah. It's not like why would Baba, you know, book him as as a hero. It's like he was always uh, introduced as a big threat to Giant Baba or Jumbo Tsuruta, you know, or Ricky Dozen or Kintaro Oki, for that matter. Yes.
0: And it's it very sort of It sort of harkens back to what we were talking about earlier in our conversation about i mean that the way this could happen the way this worked was because it was it wasn't on the internet the information wasn't distributed like it is today
1: yeah Uh, and then also if if you remember all every pretty much every single japanese wrestler who came to america was automatic heel mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah even Giant Baba in, in 90, early 60s in America, he was like a big, you know, Baba the Giant heel going up against Bruno San Martino or something,
0: right? Mm, outsider versus hometown team.
1: And also Baba working barefoot and doing chokes and, and just you gotta work like a heel too. Yeah. yeah. Martial or even arts people like, you know, <laughs> Very stereotype, huh? Yeah. 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 But uh, most Japanese people did that. And the modern version of, was that was like a great Muta or great Kabuki, Kendo Narasaki. Kilakam well, was portrayed as a Mongolian, but uh, you know, Kendo Narasaki wouldn't have done that in Japan with this face paint and all that. Great Kabuki was not great Kabuki originally, he became great Kabuki in Dallas. Mm. Great Muta never had the face painting before Great Muta Keiji Muto was a strong baby young strong baby face
0: but in WCW ring that's what they want him to do it forced them to create this extra element to their wrestler to the character or in
1: wrestling like it or not you always had this kind of like ethnic
0: you know racial stereotypes in there right i mean good and bad that was part of it that was part of the formula that was part of you know at the end of the day you're trying to yeah get people so you excited had, you and know angry Germ- and... german nazi
1: character all the way to like up in the 80s mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm.
0: yeah. oh even longer than that i, I think uh, even in the 2000s you could spot here and there your evil the nazi russians character. no 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 because they would the be eight,
1: 80 years old by then
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, or, or or originally Fritz Von Erich, mm-hmm. King of Dallas, was yeah. Nazi German Nazi character in his heyday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hans schmidt all these German wrestlers had to do that a very stereotypical German character, or like uh, you know Iron Sheik in eighties, mm-hmm. Iranian. Yeah, that's like a very stereotypes are still there, but not not any longer these days i mean even wrestling you have to be politically correct right
0: yeah but the, <laughs> the difference is is that well it's not even much of a difference is we were again we were talking about it before is that it always wrestling always mirrored what was going on like you mentioned the in Irish, the real world in the early 80s what was going on in the early 80s was the the iran the contra scandal sure yeah. and i mean it was pretty Oh, how the topic. cold
1: War, cold War era how many Russian heels you had there Oh of course of course none of Russian them were heels. none of them were real Russians though no <laughs> you know no Ivan Koloff the Canadian you know mm-hmm. uh, Nikolai volkov was pretty real, but uh yeah, I mean, Romanian. You though. had yeah, yeah, so more real but uh you had so many Russian heels you know that the Mi- middle eastern heels, Muslim heels yeah Japanese heels, Nazi heels, yeah. So, it's good and bad, yeah. But, but it's, you know, it's in the past. Good, it's in the
0: past, yes. Yeah, we, we don't really, we don't see that anymore. And if we do, it's always a, a kind of response to what we saw in the past, but in yeah, general- but at
1: the, Yeah, but at the same time, you know, that the generations of fans who grew up watching Great Muta in Japan, wanna go to America and do that too. It's more Mm -hmm. of a ninja character than a stereotype Japanese. Well, he took it, he made
0: it his own, he made it very cool.
1: Yeah, right, that's right, that's what I'm saying.
0: Still still pretty stereotype,
1: but it's not like your, you know, political propaganda, like, you know, post-war Japanese heels or anything like that. No, it's just the foundation of the character, but... Yeah, stereotypical still, though. Mm. but uh yeah so now that the kushida is doing you know for instance nxt kushida is nothing like your stereotype japanese but it's more like a back to future character right yeah he dress up like back to back to the future
0: well i don't know what he's doing these days the last time i saw him he was in a tag team with uh ikemen he was in a kind of comedy tag team
1: right right then so we-
0: but they never had Japanese comedy wrestler, you
1: know, in America up until now. So we'll see what they, you know, where they're going. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, let's wrap it up right there. That's a lot of cross-promotion talk. (laughs) Okay. And good history lesson towards the end. We'll be
1: doing a show once a week this year, right? Yeah. So, yeah. uh, yeah. And we'll we'll be taking a lot of questions, and uh, please send us questions. We'll be answering it. You know, yeah, each and every episode and if you have questions from where can people find you uh, on twitter fumi hikodayo f-u-m-i-h-i-k-o-d-a-y-o Fumihiko on twitter or facebook fumisaito and i'm on in- in instagram too fumisaito 2001 is my account
0: and i'm at justin m nipper k-n-i-p-p-e-r on twitter uh feel free to drop us messages tweet us ask questions if you're on the patreon ask there um anything it doesn't have to be about japanese pro wrestling either it could be about anything right open field so for fumi take it away until then so long from tokyo